0: Late, allow me to reiterate the name of this movie is by
1: heart. They call it my home You're watching my
0: heart.
1: It's the theme from my Hi, and welcome to the Badly Awesome Movies Podcast. I'm Justin, and with me, as always, is Ben. Hey, Ben. Hello,
0: and we're back. It's been a couple of months. It's, How have you been? It's been a couple of months.
1: Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, um, Yeah. aside from uh, the world's longest period of lockdown um, for any city
0: ever, I think. But um, yeah, other than that, not too bad. I and mean, then as soon as you just get let out, you bloody all go stir. you've gone stir-crazy, you're protesting everything, you hate Dan Andrews, the... What is he? The mayor of? Was the premier of Victoria something like he's, that? He's the
1: premier of Victoria. Yeah, yeah,
0: everyone's everyone's just going mad, and in Tasmania we get one one positive case in like six months, and we like lose our shit. And uh, <laughs> we had like a a flash lockdown in southern Tasmania for one weekend, and everybody thought that was the end of the world, but it turned out it was just the one case, and everything was fine. No, it's all right. But um. Life uh, continues on in Northern Tasmania, definitely, and it's pretty much like nothing has even happened for like the last year or so. But uh, that's all right.
1: <laughs> I know you haven't been in... T- Tasmania. Basically, nothing happens for for a couple of decades at a time. So it all hit us. No it'll, real change. It'll
0: hit us in about twenty years.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. But uh, it- it'll be like um,
0: just this sudden influx of.
1: Oh my god, people have actually come to Tasmania.
0: Oh, what? all the old They've people coming gems. down here. They're, buying, they're <laughs> buying their houses and they're driving the bloody, the market up. All, all these mainlanders with all their money, their fancy cash,
1: come uh, down here. The,
0: the The housing market's gone up like 30% in like two years or something ridiculous. So,
1: but Yeah, I see, most of the oldies usually want to go north where it's hotter.
0: I think that used to be the case. Well, yeah. even like, what if I've been doing my job for like sixteen years now? So before then, I was a, a re- furniture removalist, and probably like nine out of ten jobs for the eighteen months I was there was people moving to Tasmania. As like, it just mm-hmm. very very rarely we packing people up to to move to o- leave interstate. It was all people coming down, and a delivery job is way easier because you know you're just unpacking and carrying things into a house rather than packing things up and having to like. Make it fit like yep. playing Tetris into the back of a shipping container. Mm. Um, so just yeah, just remember back in those days. It was like that, and apparently that's all happening again. There you go. But uh, so so how's uh Milton life been going for you in these last two months? Well,
1: yeah, it's um it's been pretty quiet until the last month or so. We've um, we've had the lockdown, so it's been me working from home, my wife working from home, the kids schooling from home, the dog staying at home. Uh, <laughs> the dog's not getting let out, or what? Oh no, the, do- the <laughs> dog. No, no. The dog's like Don't a curfew. Fourteen year old. He's he's a thirteen year old staffy. He he um he considers moving from one room to another the um the epitome of exercise. <laughs> I take him for a walk around the block, and um, and he's sort of struggling by the end of that. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, no, nah, he's he's an old boy now. I think last time we spoke, were you was one of your events cancelled, or you'd been to one and one had been cancelled, something along those lines? Can you refresh yeah. my memory? So,
1: yeah, I've got um, Supernova. Um, I'd gone to earlier in the year. That was prior to the last couple of lockdowns um uh, but Oz Comic-Con was coming up. Uh so, you know, comic book themed convention, but a lot of other pop culture stuff um as they all have. Uh, and that got um cancelled, rescheduled and has now been rescheduled again. It was supposed to be this weekend.
0: Um but you it, cut out then. Well, was was yep. that, which one were you talking about? So, Oz Comic-Con And it was... I think you're saying. I know PAX has been cancelled. We're probably talking over each other right now, but I honestly can't. Like You've just cut out on me. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'll I'll stand by. Okay, Okay, can can you hear
1: me now? All right. So, yes. Oz Oz Comic Con was supposed to be earlier in the year. It got pushed back because of lockdown and was supposed to be this weekend. But because we only recently came out of lockdown and they didn't have time to get everything... Organized once we got a release date, they've pushed it back another couple of weeks, so it's uh towards the end, uh, 12th of November, uh, sorry, 12th of December. So, uh, yeah, we've anything. got
0: that date. Skype's you can't hear anything, up. yeah. Oh no, there uh, We just had Is the it? Skype um tone. Did you hear the, the Skype thing, like reconnecting call? No, I didn't get that from my end. Okay, alright, we sound good now. Okay. We're barely holding on, I think we'd do better with like two cups and a string or something.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so got that coming up in um, in about a month from now, which I'm really looking forward to. It's going to be my first convention for, for quite a while. And that's down at the uh, Exhibition and Convention Centre in uh, the out CBD. Here. Fucking hell. Hello.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I got you back now. Yep. I keep getting okay. the Skype thing. Hmm. I don't know. Don't know why this is happening. All right. If this gets too bad, we might have to just postpone this again. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Um. Or we could maybe try a different, different service. Yeah. Like Discord or something. Because it's all being recorded on audacity, so it's just us being able to hear each other.
0: Yeah. True. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. What about yourself? I believe you have been wrestling for over a year now.
0: No, that's not me. That's Doomslayer. Like, there's a there's a whole new dynamic going on now with um with kayfabe. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but uh, should everybody should check out Doomslayer's uh, YouTube channel. He's got twenty two subscribers mm-hmm. now, and he's got over five hundred views. He's doing some doing some fun videos on there. He did beat me up at one point while I was trying to record a um a video podcast with Itchy the Ref, because people know that I'm yep. Benny the Ref. It's really hard to maintain this uh, this line of kayfabe here, but <laughs> <laughs> let's quickly veer away from the wrestling aspect of life. But all right, so I've got Consider a new. It did I did I have a <laughs> did I have a new laptop last time we recorded? I don't think I, so. No, possibly I've been waiting on one and for it for it to arrive at JB Hi-Fi. It'd been like eight seven or eight years since I had a had updated my uh, my laptop, so and now I'm in in the world of. Uh, what, 16 gig RAM and whatever else comes along with it. It's only a, a Lenovo cheapo-ish laptop. Well, it's still $1,000, mm-hmm. so I think it'd be all right for what it is, I suppose. Yeah. Should uh, get some more get some years out of this one, hopefully.
1: Wonderful. Any games or uh, just, no, just using don't. it
0: for general stuff? Um, the main reason for getting it was you know, the podcast that we do once every however many months yeah. <laughs> and um, video editing for the, for wrestling. Oh, fair it's enough. Sort of uh, given myself some like projects or like video editing to do, and then um, um, Doomslayer uses the laptop <laughs> to, to do his YouTube videos. Obviously, oh god, this is really hard to do this. <coughs> but uh, aside from that, I've got a new girlfriend, and she can probably mm-hmm. hear me from the lounge room or wherever she is. Who's uh so in the last couple months, I've got a new girlfriend. She's moved in with me, and yep. she's amazing. And awesome. we're going to get engaged next year. She just doesn't know when it's going to happen, but she's already told me she's mm-hmm. going to say yes. So, <laughs> like, I do feel a little bit bad that the other day you messaged me. It's like, well, we should probably record a podcast. Um, it's bad, like, mental health hasn't been great during lockdown. And here I'm like, this is the best my life's been ever, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, and I, I'm sure you are get some jealousy out of this perhaps but uh when she moved in and she'd be like here you go he's gonna finally talk about it she brought her playstation 5 and her xbox series x with her and and her switch um literally only turned the xbox series x on once which was to connect it to the wi-fi and update it but uh been playing uh you're probably like shame on you ben because the playstation 5 all i've used it for basically is um I've just recently moved on to Horizon Zero Dawn, but uh, Mm -hmm. it's mainly been Fortnite. But but there's a definite improvement over the graphics from um, the PlayStation 4 version and the load times. Even though it is like, you know, it's a server, you know, multiplayer reliant game where you're waiting to load other players in to be able to play the games, you can still, even when you like boot up the menus and stuff, everything seems to move a lot quicker. And I had been playing it, like, a lot on PlayStation 4, even up to the day that, you know, she brought the PlayStation 5 in. So I instantly saw the um, improvement while playing on the same TV that I've got in the land room. Mm -hmm. uh, Well, yeah.
1: Uh, If it makes you feel any better, I've been um, getting a decent amount of use out of the Xbox Series X. I see you have got Um, one, then.
0: Why didn't you say it earlier? (laughs) (laughs) Um...
1: But um, no, I'm sure I had that last time we spoke. Did you? I had that for a little while. Oh, okay. Hey. Um, but the the um, the main game I've been sinking the hours in on that is uh, I'm I'm
0: replaying Fallout Four again. <laughs> well, that's a game that I'm sure is going to benefit a lot from improved load times and textures and all oh, all that the stuff. load times are great. Yeah, walking yeah, through you, a door, you go to a new yeah,
1: you go through a new area, you go through um, into a building or something like that, and it's just so much smoother
0: yeah so even when you've got like a save file that's got like a hundred hours on it where it gets like bogged down eventually from the bigger um you know adding all those save files to to your console does it still perform really well so far so good um
1: i did have one little drama with it though which um is just me being an idiot and um so i been playing fallout 4 on the game pass because i've got uh some massive deals on game pass and i've had like a three and a half years worth of membership for about 80 bucks and uh just due due to me wrangling a few things and so it was free on game pass started playing it thought oh game of the year edition's on sale it's like 15 bucks it's got all the DLC. I'll grab it. Great, no worries. Go to check out some of the DLC. Huh.
0: What's wrong with that? Is it broken? Well,
1: I norm. what happened last time that I'd, I'd upgraded to the Game of the Year edition, which was back on the 360, I turned on the um, console, loaded up the game, And as soon as I popped into the um, game, I got a whole bunch of notifications saying, new quest started, new quest started, you've picked up this radio signal, you've got these extra items, blah, 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 blah. And same with Fallout New Vegas and and all that. And so I've loaded up the save game file that um, I'd been playing. Nothing happened. No notifications, no radio signals, no extra items, just nothing.
0: Yeah, how come this happened? Well,
1: okay, maybe that's because I've been playing the Game Pass version and it's still trying to read the Game Pass version. I'll uninstall it and reinstall it. Nope, no luck. Okay, maybe it's a problem with that save file. I'll I'll try one of my other save files. Nope, no luck. Okay, I'll try uninstalling the game, then reinstalling the game... Then rebooting and then reinstalling the I think she just DLC played a different game. <laughs> and and then it's like you know, about seven or eight different variations of of trying stuff. Nothing's happening. Okay, um, I'll call I'll call Microsoft support. I'll give them a ring. They were useless. Yeah, I imagine so. Right, um, and so okay, no worries. Um, I'll contact Be- Bethesda support. You have to start a new game or something. And no, I tried starting a new game. Um, tried Bethesda support.
0: So what's and the basis of the problem? So you've got all the DLC, but like, can any missions work? Not just the um, DLC ones. Well, none of the DLC stuff was
1: was popping up as activated. Okay, but everything else was fine. But-, but all the old stuff was still there. Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um...
1: Okay, so that's fine, that's fine. I'll, um, I'll keep trying. Um, so get in touch with Bethesda support and um, the first response is no good because they basically just go um, and give me a generic response, you know, cut and paste one that didn't answer my actual question and then I replied back saying, no, 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 this is the issue and then they've replied back and then I've just smacked myself in the face. Massive face palm. Yeah, the DLC I was waiting to pop um, doesn't kick in until your character's level 30. My character was level 15. Sorry, you cut out. What was the big reveal? Um, the DLC that I was waiting to pop that I could check out doesn't kick in until your character is level 30.
0: Ah, My character was level 15. But So you would have played that on your old... Um on the PS4 or whatever Or the Xbox One Yeah So yeah. um So it was user error then It was user
1: error Picnic Problem in chair Not in com- console <laughs> 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 So did you feel pretty stupid uh, for that? So yeah I-, I felt like a right idiot
0: But um Ah well the, oh, Can um, you hear me?
1: I've picked up Yep
0: God We went like 10 minutes Without any issues Okay <laughs> Now i have got the scar tone uh, Okay, now you're back. All right. This is going to be a real great episode to listen to. Yeah. One, for, one for the real diehards, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so,
1: yeah, I've picked up a couple of games since then, but I haven't actually started playing them yet. So I've got um, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, the Metro series, um, one of the newer... Assassin's Creed games and, and a couple others. Yeah. And just, just haven't got around to playing them because every time I turn the Xbox on, I'm just like, well, I could just play a little more Fallout. <laughs>
0: oh, fuck. You're gone again. Yeah. Now? Ah. <sighs> Alright, we need to change what we're talking over. Alright um have you got discord i don't have it on the laptop yet i'll download it just all keep right. the audacity going just so it's in line yeah yeah and uh, then you
1: can just chop out this big yeah. section yeah all, all right. right um what we're
0: we talking about games um there's one game yeah. that i've been playing a fair bit of as well that i didn't mention before have you heard of gang beasts i've heard of it i haven't played it It's so much fun, like, local multiplayer versus... I guess it's kind of similar to, like, a Mario Party or a Super Smash Bros, but it's more based about physics, where, Mm -hmm. like, the left bumper is left arm. So if you tap it, it's a punch. If you hold it, then it's a grab. And then so you you want to grab with your left hand, and then you just start wailing on the other person with your right hand, like, just tapping it, and you just, like, punch the fucking shit out of (laughs) them. And then you want to, like... So triangle or I guess the Y button, depending what console you're on, will be like yep. lift your arms. So you wanna you wanna knock somebody out, and they only get knocked out for a few seconds. And then you wanna grab them with both hands, then hold Y or triangle to lift your arms up. So then you're like lifting them up. Then you wanna run to an edge and throw them off. And yep, there's like 18 or something different levels. And so most nights that I've got Olivia here, that Olivia and my girlfriend and I will do like three player first to eight victories and that might like take half an hour because you get a lot of draws and um mm-hmm. it is absolutely hilarious <laughs> yeah. it's like the what the most fun you can have it's so great and that's uh, like a like a thing that we do like right, it's nearly bedtime let's uh play some gang beasts and and have a good time and then olivia will go to bed after that so hmm. But I absolutely recommend that. It's quite often it's on sale on the PlayStation store. Store. I think I bought it for like twelve bucks or something after seeing it I th- there. I, I, I think many, it's on many many
1: Game B, uh, Game, Game, Pass? Uh, Game Pass. That's it. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's on Game Pass. I may have. Yeah, I think I've said it. It's sort of um, very cartoony. Yeah.
0: Sort of. Yeah. So if you've got a few controllers, then absolutely you should get it and like play it with the kids and the missus mm. in front of the TV and. Um, even if you're bad at it it's like, it can be quite hilarious what things can happen in the game um, and just like people pull victories out of nowhere because they manage to like grab onto something at the last second as they've yep. like been flung off the level and climb up controls are hard but it's, it's very physics based and it's it's yeah it's it's excellent so oh, high, cool. highest recommendation for that game awesome um, is there any movies that you've watched that feel like a, a bam cast quality worth mentioning? Um
1: nothing really. We've watched um just a couple of family movies, nothing um nothing Bamcast worthy. Um we did end up uh my wife and I tend to find a uh particular T V series like Supernatural was one of them, Lucifer was another. So it's usually something with a bit of a supernatural bent uh, that we'll tend to sit down and watch of an evening because it's about the only thing we can agree on. Yeah. Sure. Because I'll watch horror, sci-fi, comedy and um, sort of your fantasy stuff and she'll watch medical dramas and uh, Home and Away and uh, Law and Order and all those sorts of shows. So it's the only overlap we really have. And uh, at the moment, we're working our way through the Vampire Diaries.
0: That's quite an investment, isn't it? There's a, a lot of episodes. It's about on.
1: eight. It's about eight seasons, I think, and then there's two spin-offs. Yeah,
0: is that a show where so, they had like twenty four episode seasons as well? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Geez, that's a lot. Yeah.
1: We we started watching it a couple of weeks ago. We're already up to season three.
0: Oh wow. Oh, well, that's, that's a Put yeah. a fair dent in, I suppose. Yeah.
1: So uh, yeah, we've been watching that. It's a bit teenage angsty, but yeah, in yeah, it's a bit raunchy. It's something we can sit down. Uh, Not overly. Uh, Nah. Um, I think something like True Blood would be more more raunchy than Uh, that.
0: I think I might. I was actually thinking of True Blood. (laughs) Sorry. Ah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. They
1: all sort of blur together a bit, anyway. I mean, you have some vampires who are in a small town along with some werewolves and some witches and at least one ghost. And, um, yeah, if if you use that general description, I think a lot of them can all get blurred together.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fair enough.
1: But, yeah, but it's enjoyable. I've got one movie that i have occupied. Well, Mm -hmm. I've,
0: I've been watching a lot of movies, and for, like, Halloween, for October... We watch a lot of like horror movies and especially sort of lent towards movies that yep. neither of really? us had seen before. Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. You can't hear me now.
1: Yep. You, got you, me? you um
0: yeah, I yeah, I can hear you. You pause for a second. Okay. Um so I watched this movie called Intruder from nineteen eighty nine. Do not mm-hmm. watch the trailer because the trailer gives away who the killer is. And this well, is that's this, handy. This is an amazing slasher. It's um, directed by Scott Spiegel, who's one of, like, Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi. Like, in the whole Mm -hmm. Evil Dead crew, he's one of those guys. Oh, nice. Um, And so, he's the director and the writer. Bruce Campbell has, like, a very minor role. Like, I'll watch this because it's like, oh, this is a movie that Bruce Campbell's done. It's on um, Tubi. And Mm -hmm. um, Tubi worked perfect this time. And the movie was so great, I kind of, like, forgot that Bruce... Like... Oh, the fuck? I guess Bruce Campbell is going to be in this for like literally a minute because he hasn't turned up yet. But the movie's been so great, it's fine if he doesn't even turn up. <laughs> um, and Sam Raimi is in it as well as Ted Raimi. They're in it. Mm-hmm. And Greg Nicotero, probably best known for like behind The Walking Dead, like the first couple of seasons yep. and that. And like the makeup artist guy for gore effects. Like he does the gore in this movie. And it's like, it's set like in a, um, a supermarket, as, as they close, and then there's like some stalker guy outside, but then people start getting killed off in like absolutely gory as fuck ways. But it's so ridiculous that it's hilarious, and it genuinely maybe the favorite favorite movie I watched for all of um October. Just to, when it mm. comes to horror movies, and so yeah, I feel like that might be a movie that I um. Pick for a future episode of the Bamcast, because it was so, it was so enjoyable. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So there is actually some good stuff on Tubi. Yeah, and, and some terrible stuff on there as well, <laughs> <Yeah>. which <laughs> is uh, what I go straight for. <laughs> yeah, I think all the Shark Sharknados basically, and and all their ilk. You know, yeah, giant giant octopus versus volcano. Five, I really should right? on your own time, mate. <laughs> Come on, you've only watched the first one with me We've done like the first three movies for the podcast
1: Yeah, we haven't done the fourth and fifth Yeah, well, like I said You can get a guest host for those ones
0: (laughs) Alright, is it time to talk about some of the movies that we are watching for the BAM cast? I think it might be Alright, so how about we start with Spy Hard Okay, we can do that. Alright, so I've got the... Uh, synopsis, guess it is. No, the... Uh, yeah, synopsis here. Whatever it's called. So, Spy Hard. From the same mould as the Naked Gun series, Spy Hard stars everyone's favourite bumbling hero, Leslie Nielsen, as a not-so-secret agent, WD-40, who stumbles his way through another lampooning, chaotic comic story, sniping at everything from Speed to Home Alone and build around the James Bond flicks. Spy Hard features lots of babes <laughs> and bunches of bit-part celebs with non-stop gags and off-the-wall humour. Only for those who are into wacky and say, I just realised I read a review and not the synopsis. For fuck's sake, Ben. <laughs> General Rancor is threatening to destroy the world with a missile. He is hiding at, is hiding at his secret base. Can you tell I've been drinking? But to complete his goal, he needs a special computer chip invented by the scientist Professor Yur- Ukrinski. I guess he's from the Ukraine. Special agent Dick Steele is assigned to the case. In order to prevent the worst, he teams up with Ukrinski's daughter, Veronica, who appears to be a KGB agent. Now, I don't even think you got to talk about the plot to this movie. It is a Leslie Nielsen no. s- slapstick comedy that... I think where is the bloody score like this new IMDB it's not new anymore but it's really hard to navigate it's of a 5.4 out of 10 had you seen this movie before? yeah years ago and so did you like it back then?
1: yeah look I, I, I enjoy these types of movies because um, stuff like this and Flying High and um, The Naked Gun and all those sort of ones they just throw thing after thing at you and even if some of them go a bit overboard or flop, it doesn't matter because 10 seconds later, yeah. you've already <laughs> seen four more things. Yeah, yeah. It's and there's usually relevant. about three things going on at once as well. Like you've got whatever the Leslie Nielsen's doing. Something random in someone, the background. Yeah. Something random happening in the background and then you've got some sort of poster or product placement or something like that. In the background as well. So there's like two or three things going on at once. So re-watching and, and all that sort of stuff is, is no drama at all.
0: Yeah, like I had this like taped off TV. And like I'd re the VHS a lot of times back as probably a teenager or something. So yeah, this came out in 1996. I was in grade 6 at the time. But like I definitely, I'd watch this movie a lot of times. And this is one that I can watch probably once or twice a year and still get a l- quite a bit of enjoyment out of it. And like, yep. it sort of bleeds together with the Naked Gun movies where it's like, is this gag from this movie or that movie? And I just can't <laughs> quite remember which one is which. Yeah. But uh, I remember yeah, my so kids what- quite enjoyed it as well. Yeah. The uh, the one that
1: they, they tend... They'll change it up a little bit between this and The Flying Eye, but it's the same concept of... The the flying high had um, surely you're joking. I'm not joking, and don't, and call, don't me call me Shirley. Yeah. And in this one, they've had yeah. I've just had the latest. Um, we've just intercepted a signal from the Rock of Gibraltar. What is it? It's a big rock out in the water.
0: <laughs> they do that joke a few times, don't they? they go, yeah. Well, what they is they that? do? And there's like they did explain that. I even did that to my girlfriend just a couple of days ago. Yeah. She was like. <laughs> So let me tell you about Something about the At the wrestling And she goes Alright so tell me about it It's like Right well It's this thing where Like a couple of people Pretend that they're <laughs> like, well, You fuck it <laughs> So You know It's an old Fall back on that old joke it, It's good fun Yeah um, Should we look through Some of the cast here So uh, Leslie Nielsen Obviously As is, is our star Yes Nicolette Sheridan Now this is a very Familiar name What do we know her from uh, Desperate Housewives That's probably where She's best known from Yes, definitely that one. Um, Charles Durning is he from Rambo or something? That's the director who keeps on hiding in all the furniture. Oh yes. Oh Muppet movie. Oh Dog Day Afternoon. That's where I know him best. Best from a great mm-hmm. uh, Al Pacino movie. Barry Boswick uh, is There. Who we all know from um, Spin City and uh, no. Rocky Horror.
1: No. Um, I mean, yes, from Rocky Horror. Oh, but no, uh, he was in the, the fucking Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Hogan movie. Yeah, that's yes.
0: right. As the... Um, this guy is so obviously the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spike Headstone. Was
1: it Spike Headstone? Secret Agent Club. Yeah, the Secret
0: right. Agent Club. That was it. And obviously we've got Hulk Hogan in this movie. Yes. Um, Fabio as Fabio. I feel like there was lots yeah. more cameos than just what's turning oh, up here
1: at the start. there were. There was... Um, Andy Griffith. There was Ray Charles. Um, Roger Culp, who I always remember from The Greatest American Hero. Um, Pat Morita from The Karate Kid. Hold on, who was Pat Morita playing in this movie? Uh, He was a waiter. Oh, okay. I must have missed that one. You had the voice of Alec Quebec, who was the um, Jeopardy guy. Uh, We had... um, Oh, Wait, weird the guy Al who Yankovic. played Benson in
0: Benson? I don't know what Benson is, I think that's before my time. Yeah, that's before your time. But we did have Weird Yankee Vic doing like a uh, James bond intro. intro song. Yes. With, with, it's the name of the movie, It's Spy Hard, which is it says here in the trivia, basically doing the Thunderball song kind of thing. Yeah. Um, um, Tone Loke, I missed him,
1: but um, he played one of the gangsters. Uh Yeah, I mean, there, there are so... And the other thing is, there are cameos in here that we won't pick up on.
0: Yeah, I feel it might have been of, like, the spy era kind of films. But, like, you've yeah, got a, and, a Pulp also, Fiction sequence, you know, you've got lots of mm. more recent... Like, um, Sister Act, you've got Home Alone, you got so many, uh like, more recent, like, 90s... This is, like, 90s mm. movie, the parody kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. We got that uh, um, eighteen but, but million a dollar. Sorry, 80 million, million, yeah. eighteen million dollar budget, and it made twenty seven million dollars, which is uh, probably what you would expect from this movie. Hmm. And um,
1: yeah, look, I mean, it was good fun. It's it's exactly what you expect if you go to watch a Leslie Nielsen movie with, um, with this sort of setup. It's you're flying high. It's your hot shots. It's your um, Naked Gun, yeah, you know, all of those style of
0: movies. It's You're cutting out, so more I'm not of saying the... anything. Sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> Discord's yeah. probably working better the... than Skype, but here we are. Yeah. But there
1: are... Um, yeah, th- there's a lot of movies of this style, and the ones with Leslie Nielsen are usually the better ones. I will completely and utterly avoid the... Uh, other than maybe the first scary movie,
0: Because Leslie Nelson's in
1: one of those, isn't he? Surely, doesn't he turn up in like four and five, maybe? Yeah. Other than the first one or two of those, uh, because there was a whole period where there was just Um, tons of of these We do have some feedback for
0: this movie, don't we? Yes, we do. Yes, so um, Joe from the Massive Attack podcast did say, Spy Hard was pretty shit, but kind of laughed more than I should at the scene where they're trying to be quiet and Leslie Nelson is revving his muscle car. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I don't know who Lucienne Impala is this somebody that you know yeah. who is this um, yeah she's a
1: twitch streamer does um, usually more retro games and she has a Dungeons and Dragons podcast ah, okay that um, called Dungeons and Slattens that has only got one episode out at the moment but was absolutely brilliant yeah um, and another one's coming out in the next couple she says of days
0: she's only ever seen the video clip for Spy Hard, which I i was like, Do you mean the Weird out music video? And she says, Yes, so, <laughs> a bit...
1: yep. So, um, yeah, so if you're listening, you should definitely watch it. It's, um, we, we've definitely enjoyed watching it,
0: yeah. I was, yeah, Spy Hard, you know, was it like 82 minutes long? It's quite inoffensive, <laughs> it's an, a yep. very easy, easy watch, and yeah. There's enough stuff in there to make you laugh. Yeah. I. Right. So, should we. There, there's the better school? ones
1: out there. There's worse ones out there. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I love this movie. Like, it's so ridiculous. So, I'm going to give it a <laughs> 9 out of 9. 9 out,
1: nine out of 9? Yeah, this is great. Ooh. This is. Yeah. I mean, it
0: might not be um, loaded weapon good, but, you know, it's way up there. Was this as good as you oh. remember, by the way? So. Did you like yeah. it when, when you first seen it? And it's still still funny, you think?
1: Yeah, oh, look, it, it's still funny. The physical humour is always there. The puns are always there. Some of the references you're not going to catch as easily because they're going to be a bit more outdated. Yeah. But um, all in all, uh, it's definitely enjoyable. Uh, the only thing is, on our wonderful weird scale that we use, uh, one through to three being... Just a bad movie. Four, five, and six being sort of your mainstream enjoyable, uh, just regular movies, and seven, eight, and nine being so bad that it's enjoyable again. Uh, on that scale, I'm going to give it a five and a half, which is very good for a regular okay. movie. But this this is not a bad movie. It it is a uh, really enjoyable comedy, which is why it gets five and a half out of the three to six scale. Yeah. Uh, but it's not badly awesome. There's nothing there that makes you really cringe. There's nothing that um, has that badly awesome part to it. Uh, so I'm giving it a solid five and a half, which isn't a bad
0: thing. Um, on no, you know, my like regular... To- and- So this has got a 2.3 on Letterboxd from, how many people watched it on here? 16,000 people. And I've given it a 4 out of 5 for like, on a regular Mm. scoring system, it's got a 4 out of 5 for me. But um, still, it's very enjoyable, I think. Um, I'm just going to go grab another drink and I'll I'll be right back. No worries. keep Keep recording.
1: Doobie doobie do. This is the boring bit where I'm just filling in some dead air because Ben's gone off to get a drink. Should be back. All right, what's going on over
0: here? Who's this? Nah, this is El Hilo, Dead Doomslayer. I heard there's some podcast going on in this house. I've just kicked Ben, the ref, out. I've taken his alcohol, and uh, what's this? Movie Forty Three? Is this what we're going to talk about tonight?
1: It was one of the movies I was going to talk to with uh, talk about with Ben, but I, I didn't have any plans to talk to El
0: Toro Dorito Slayer. Excuse so me, you better show me some respect if you want to say my name. Say my name, say my name, you know, just like Destiny's Child would say. It's El Hijo de Doomslayer. Future TCW champion, gonna El take them all de on. Lisa
1: de Parmigiana.
0: Yep. Yeah. You keep this up and I'm gonna be on the first <laughs> flight to Melton. Do you even have an airport that accepts flights from Tasmania? But you're so far away in the middle of nowhere and might as well need my passport and some foreign exchange money to get there.
1: Well, we do have an airport, but um, you're going to have to spend two weeks in quarantine.
0: It's going to be worth it to kick your ass if you don't say my name properly. Now, you can just shorten it to Doomslayer if you want. Alright, Doomslayer it is. And okay, I'll accept you your apology.
1: i you run away from a 10-year-old girl.
0: Hey, just because I put it on YouTube doesn't mean you're allowed to make fun of me. You know, it's all for publicity and making make the kids look strong okay all right now have you, have you even watched movie 43 movie 43 like I watch this every day and you know I'd like to get my jollies by looking at some ball sacks hanging off Hugh Jackman's chin You uh, know this is the kind of thing I enjoy to see it uh you know makes me go to bed every night with a smile on my face just thinking that there's such Perfect comedy exists. Now, this is like a 10 out of 9 movie, by the way. No, it's a 6 out of 6. I've heard about this scoring system that you have on this podcast. It's definitely a 6 out of 6.
1: 6 out of 6, you reckon? Absolutely. Uh, so, what, what what's your favourite part of this movie? Aside from Hugh, Hugh, Jack- Jack- Hugh Jackman's, Jackman's
0: balls. Well, we've got a lot of different segments in this movie. Is that this the only movie?
1: scene you actually watch?
0: The DVD like skips back every time I try to watch it, but I've heard that there's some other scenes. Um, actually, I have seen the full movie before. I saw it at the movie theater fifteen times in one day. Uh, homeschooled. This is like section number two. Do you remember this scene very well? I I unfortunately
1: do. That was the one with um, Saber Tooth and uh, Jet Girl. I mean Naomi Watson and Lou Schreiber.
0: Yeah. Like I thought this was so fucked up and uh I think my voice has just got a bit more raspy because this is how I this is my normal voice. I was a bit too uh amp before and I was talking a bit more high pitched. But uh this scene, you know, it sort of climaxes with the Well, we don't want to talk about the climaxing with the mother and the son, but uh this, there's a lots of different uh, segments to this movie but this one was uh my favorite one just because of how uh, messed up it was where the, yeah you've got the parents we've got Naomi Watts and uh, Sabretooth they're homeschooling their son and making him want to like experience everything that a child would go through like in high school where he's like getting bullied so like the parents are bullying him like knocking his books out of his hands and all that sort of stuff and uh, the parents are like relaying all this to like the, the new neighbour or something like that have like yep. got a casserole for him probably did they actually do a casserole or am I just making that up and uh you're just making that up then it, it then it sort of ends where like you get to the end of it and <laughs> well there was a scene where Naomi Watts is like sitting on the bed with the, with her son and like has the hand on the knee and it's like oh I like you this sort of thing it was you know he's got to experience that when he's in school yeah and you've got the, got the, the, the new neighbours there and It sort of ended with the sun comes down and they're like Oh my god, this guy's gonna be so fucked up But then he's like seems like a well adjusted young man. He's like, Oh, I'm gonna go to the movies with what's the name and blah 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 girlfriend and Naomi Watson leave Shriver like, alright, say hi to their parents or something for me and then like he picks up like a broom or a mop or something that's got like clothes on it and it's like Hi, oh, Mrs. Blah, blah, blah. Hi, oh, Mrs. Miller. Hi, Mr. Miller. And it's like... Then, like, the neighbours are, like, absolutely terrified. And As they just sort be. of... Yeah. So, even though it was, like, the second segment to it, I feel like it sort of peaked there. And the whole time I was watching this movie, back, like, 15 years ago when it came out, I was like, What the fuck is this movie? It's pretty funny. And... I Honestly, I really like this movie. <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. I think Benny the Ref really liked this movie. Uh, what did you think of the movie? Oh, uh, by the way, have you seen this before or anything? What do you I normally talk about this on this before? podcast?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't seen this one before. I um, watched it for the first time uh, on, on Benny the Ref's recommendation. And look, out, out of all the segments, I thought most of them were pretty shit. Uh, especially the one with Chris Pratt because it was literally it's- shit. Um, play, uh, just call, just but the one play, that I did enjoy there is self. one that I enjoyed right, you're back now
0: so you did enjoy it
1: yep I enjoyed one segment Uh most oh, really? Englished. which one? yes uh, yeah. the which one did you enjoy? <laughs> the, uh, the leprechaun <laughs> one with Johnny Knoxville and Sean William Scott
0: and um, um, Gerard Depatju no what was his name? Gerard Butler yep so um, now so- we've got yeah? Yeah, I'm kind of here. The internet's been so shit.
1: No worries. Well, if the internet keeps cutting out, that means that I can call you um, Old Turtle Wax Doomslayer, yeah? And then, then you just won't hear that. <coughs> yeah, cut out. I can't hear you. Yep. Alright, that's fine. <laughs> so. Uh, the Leprechaun segment I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, The uh, yeah that's about it that's about the only one i really liked so did you like
0: did you dislike the movie in general or what
1: yeah yeah it's gonna get one of the worst scores i've ever given a movie on really like
0: i i was just sort of like scratching my head like the whole time it's like this this is like citizen kane like how can a movie be so good it's got a, like an all-star cast, like literally every actor that you'd ever want to see in a movie is in this movie. Hulk Hogan? Uh, I think he might be in the special edition. Deleted scenes. Like, I'm sure, I think Hulk Hogan might have actually directed the movie, but he like took his name off it because he didn't want the Oscar recognition.
1: Right, he wants to keep his uh, track record um, sitting at the same level that uh, that we're used to,
0: huh? <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> but we should try to right. ex- explain a little bit more from the movie. Now well, it does have like this uh, overall storyline where Dennis Quaid is Dennis Quaid playing Dennis Quaid because I couldn't tell. No, I think Dennis Quaid is playing a washed-up movie director. Director, I thought he was just like, I thought he wasn't even in the film industry because he like seemed like he was an unknown person. And he's got, like, no, a 17-year-old's haircut. I thought
1: you watched this 15 times in a, d- in a day.
0: Yeah, I mainly just watched the uh, Hugh Jackman bit.
1: Right, fair enough. The, yeah. the, the big balls and the soup. All right. So, um, <laughs> De- Dennis Quaid is a washed-up director or producer or something along those sort of lines who talks his way into a movie studio or films lot to try and pitch a movie which is made up of all these segments and then as he's describing them to the um, the person that he's uh, talking to we see them getting acted out and there's seven or eight different segments we've got the, uh, the famous Kate Winslet, Hugh Jackman one that you absolutely adore uh, we've got the homeschooling one we've got one with um, Anna Faris and Chris Pratt who... Um, yeah, you know, she wants him to shit on his chest. On um, her chest. Yep. Uh, we had one with um, two people in a supermarket where they kept flirt fighting. Is probably the best way I could describe that. Uh, we had a superhero speed dating segment. We had um, Richard Gear. With the iBabe. Yeah, I didn't really like that bit. Like,
0: all the babe stuff was a bit dumb.
1: Yep. Uh, we had one with um, a girl getting her first period and all the guys around her just absolutely
0: <laughs> panicking and, <laughs> and freaking out. <laughs> Chaos. Like, what did you think about that? I hear that you're a father. Did you find this hilarious? Like, I was watching this and I've got 48 children. I think you would know that if you've heard me talk on podcasts before. And it's like... You'd like the this it's like these guys, absolutely overreacting. as just she's just got a Chloe, Grace Moretz got a got a period, and all the men around it. Like I thought the house was gonna burn down. I thought everything was just gonna get absolutely crazy, and but all the men there were terrible. And it's like the first time I've seen Patrick Warburton in anything for about fifteen years. What did you think? Uh, look, that was the.
1: One of the less bad ones. Absolutely. Like I didn't quite Definitely go where I was hoping bad. it was gonna go, but I still enjoyed it. Yep. Um then we had uh Halle Berry and Stephen Merchant doing a um basically a Can you double up their dare state. date. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: uh, truth or Dare and they just keep yep. daring each other and it gets more and more messed That's up.
1: Stupider and stupider. Yeah. Yep. Um there was one with the black basketball team and there was one with um, a cartoon cat was in love with uh, Josh demal
0: Well, Josh demal is no Hugh Jackman, but still, pretty good-looking guy. <laughs> so he, he's more your type, is he? Oh, Hugh Jackman is, is my type. I mean, Rightio. Mike Murphy. What? Uh, <laughs> I didn't realise... What's this Find Our Daughter? I didn't realise one was written and directed by Bob Odenkirk you know, Better Call Saul himself I didn't even realise that there you go oh, this was cut from the film, that's why it's got Julianne Moore, go. Tony Shalhoub Bob Odenkirk and somebody else I'm looking at the Wikipedia, this was uh, it's, it's on the DVD and Blu-ray mm. so obviously I've bought a few copies of that, I just haven't fired it up, so I better, I better get around to that right um, I the the great idea
1: of um of cutting these would be you know really good. I mean, we could drop this back to like a six
0: minute movie. You're not quite as funny as you think you are, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so right. I, I believe I've just hacked into your uh, Twitter, and you do have some uh, feedback for this movie as well. What is it? Uh, we got. Jake Neitzel, I think that's his. That's his real name. He says the Hugh Jackman scene in Forty Three will, li- will live rent free in my brain forever. What an awful movie! And then Ben Ref says, "I admit that I laughed throughout the entire movie. It was crap, though." So, <laughs> uh, what score would you give this movie? I'm giving this a great solid two, two out of nine.
1: Um two because it feels like it was just a great big number 2, you know. I'm sure Anna Faris uh, would have loved it. A couple
0: it. of hours I won't get back. Anna Faris would love that. Anna Faris would two. have loved it. Yes. Yeah. Didn't you laugh when Chris Pratt got run over and the shit went everywhere over the car window? It was pretty funny. I I, I did laugh at that. See? <laughs> that's that's worth an extra two stars. All right. all right. So the the main
1: problem with this movie is it just a lot of the stuff went too far into cringe territory um, or just didn't hit the mark. I really enjoyed the Leprechaun sketch. That was good. Um, the, the shit one, um, the period one uh, were were all right. The, the homeschooling one was just too cringy for me. Ah. Um, I didn't mind the supermarket one. That was all right. Um uh, the speed dating one was okay. The iBabe was crap. Yeah, IBabe was Um, crap, I'll admit that. The the period one just sort of missed the mark. Um that could have been really good, but it just sort of missed the mark. Um The Double dare one was just dumb. The basketball team one was was pretty was like one joke that they just stretched out way too long. Um and the Cartoon Cat one just felt Tacked on at the end, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with the two. This was not a good movie. It, it did have a couple of laughs in it. It did have a couple of half D. De- you know, I'm gonna upgrade it to a three. Yay. Um, yeah, you know, it's on the bot. It's on the top end of of the crappy section. Um, yeah, you know, it did have some laughs in it. Uh, there I were a couple of things, but it Don't just wait. kept missing the you're part. There.
0: Okay, you're there. Uh, oh shit. Oh, yeah. Um. All right, now yeah, there's doomsday here. We, don't we forget got, that. Is there anything else to talk about this movie? Surely there, this there was is, like a um, box office this phenomenon, movie and, and, it's like, uh, and Spy Hard, which like, is the
1: one that uh, Benny the Ref and I just finished talking about. We uh, we you've heard of Seven Degrees of um, Kevin Bacon?
0: Yes, I have. I'm I'm well right. aware
1: well, of Bacon. Okay, and we people do, call Kevin. Yep, yeah, we uh, we do. Seven degrees of Hulk Hogan. So, how many degrees of separation from Hulk Hogan to this movie? Well,
0: I've listened to this podcast a lot of times, and I've heard I've heard a lot of this Romeo and Juliet nonsense. So, I'm guessing it's going to go. One of these actors was in Nomeo and Juliet. Am I correct?
1: You are um, Stephen Merchant, who was uh, in the Halle Berry um, Double Dare um, sketch, was in Romeo and Juliet with Hulk Hogan. So we have a um, Hulk Hogan number of one. Well, Hulk Hogan's uh, one of my
0: favourite actors of all time. So obviously he would have been with uh, Kevin Bacon. Something we agree on. Kevin Bacon's one of the greatest actors of his generation as well. Something we agree on.
1: Um, I always enjoy films with Hulk Hogan in them. And uh, speaking of films with Hulk Hogan in them, uh, he obviously cameoed in Spy Hard. As uh, Dick cut out again, so I'm just quiet. Uh tag team partner at one point. So it has a Hulk Hogan number of zero. Yay. Which
0: is about as Hulk Hogan-y as you can get. Even if um, Hugh Jackman wasn't in this movie, we've got a few uh, Hugh Jackman co-stars. Obviously got Leave Shriver, Sabretooth from X-Men Origins, and yes. uh, Stephen Merchant was in uh, Logan as well with Hugh Jackman. So, yeah, uh, the Hugh Jackman number is, uh, is pretty low as well. And um, there you go. <laughs> uh, what did you think... This is one that made me laugh, where um, Dennis Quaid's character, like, early on, is like, how did you even get on the, the movie line? It's like, I sucked off the security guard. And then later on, you've got the security guard, Will Sasso, and then he's like, puts the... Um, ah Greg Kinnear, who's the producer, he, like, puts the gun to... The other guy's face, and he's like, Now suck off the security guard. And the security guard's like, Geez, I really picked a bad day to have a wank in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) See, you laughed. That's an extra star. All right, we'll bring it up to three. No, what do we want? Oh, okay. All right. I'll take it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Ah, Great movie. Great movie. All right. Now,
1: um,. Anything else you want to talk about before um, before we go
0: or before Benny the Ref wakes up? Well, I'm sure I'm going to be wrestling December 11th at Proving Ground. I haven't heard who's my opponent's going to be yet. As long as it's not that dumb Mike Murphy, I've already beaten him twice, pretty much. At least, I've, I've definitely beaten him once, but the other time I... You know, I, I was so close to beating him, but... Bloody Eddie Jones come out and interfered and hit me in the face with the bloody microphone. But... You know, whoever I've got, I'm sure I'm going to have a match and everybody in Tasmania or abroad has to come down to the Elfin Sports Centre December 11th, get your tickets on Eventbrite or via the Facebook and I'm sure you're in for a great show. we have seen Doomslayer. He might have his t-shirt off. He might have one on. You know, he likes to leave a little bit to the imagination. But uh, anyway, right. come, come so along and uh, buy
1: a t-shirt. All right. So anyone who goes down, make sure you you pick up a T-shirt for the uh, the now infamous El Toro Doritos Slayer.
0: <sighs> you're really yep. testing your luck. <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean.
1: Continue.
0: I'm like I've, okay. got, I've literally got smoke coming out of my ears right now.
1: <laughs> I I. I, I I honestly don't know why. I mean, all I said was that they should buy you a T-shirt.
0: They absolutely should. And did you hear about what happened at the last show? Somebody bought one of my T-shirts and then went back later in the night and exchanged it for a Dylan Daniels T-shirt, meaning that the money got refunded and then changed over to him. So, no no take-backs. What's going on? Like I said, I've got 48 children and these T-shirt sales is enough to buy enough rice for one week for them all. I can't be going refunding t-shirts.
1: Fair enough then. Um, that's a true just, story. Yeah, well, just just put a sign up there. You bought it, you bought it. No take backs.
0: <laughs> you bought it, you bought it. Yep. That's you my, bought it, you bought it. My new t-shirt. That, that's going to be in the back of my next t-shirt. You bought it, you bought it. Doomsayer. There you go. All right, um, I think we need
1: to start winding things up. We've we've covered the movie. Um, I just need to let um, Benny the Ref know what um, next next episodes movies are going to be. I'll let him know. What, what are we going to? What are you guys going to do next show? All right. Well, I was absolutely disgusted to hear that he has never ever ever seen the um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
0: I think he has seen it, but it was a long time ago. All right. Well, um, I, I figure... Is that been, even a bad movie? I in... thought that was a great movie.
1: It, it's a cult classic, but the question is, does it stand up? You know, for someone who hasn't seen it before... I'll tell you what doesn't stand cult up. Classic. Tim Curry was he's in a wheelchair. But uh, And because we like to double things up with a... Um, a movie with something similar to it. Uh, another musical, which is uh, available free on streaming, um,
0: Repo the Genetic Opera. I'm just trying to think, have I seen this? This sounds so familiar. Let me Google... Who made this movie?
1: I have no idea, but it star- um One of the main cast members that would be recognised is um, Anthony Stewart Head from Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Oh, and it's directed by the people that sort of took over the Saw franchise after the first one. Darren Lynn Bowsman. Director of Saw 2, 3, 4, and the um, Spiral, the newer one. So this is probably going to be a disgusting movie. Have you seen it before? I have, I have, so, um, just
1: the once. Yeah, but um, yeah, looking forward to watching it again for uh, for uh, the next episode.
0: All right, so when you gonna
1: do that? Another like four months time or something? Hopefully sooner than that. Okay, that sounds uh, good. Yeah, Ho- hopefully, hopefully in about a month.
0: All right, I'll make sure uh, Benny the ref turns up for it. All right, sounds good. uh, uh shout outs. Shoutouts? I want to give a shout out to 80s Revisited podcast. They like to talk about, you know, El Heo Dead Doomslayer, Dorito Man or Burrito Man, whatever you say. You know, talk about his YouTube channel and they always give a shout out to the BAMcast and what's going on here. And uh, 80s Revisited, they had like uh, an entire year off, but they've been back like weekly since then. and absolutely love that podcast it's my number one favorite podcast it's the number one podcast endorsed by the bamcast officially so uh do you have any shout outs for anybody
1: i have a shout out to benny the ref what are you talking Just about because, him for? because he puts up with my shit um nah, it's you know we, we had a break for a while i've missed having these chats with him and uh, so, yeah, shout out to Benny when he wakes up.
0: Oh, he's definitely out for the night. Like, I think his neck might be broken even. Eh, he'll get over it. <laughs> oh, I've heard he's pretty tough. You know, his referees, like, they take one. They, like, get pushed over and they're out for, like, four hours. So, you will be up eventually. Yeah. All right. Um, how do I turn this thing off?
1: Are we uh, done? We're done, I think. Alright. So alright, all All the best, uh, Doomslayer. Yep. And uh, I will chat to Benny next time.
0: Alright then. I guess you'll talk to him later. Alright, what's your name again? Justin. It doesn't matter what your name is. Do you like that? I've I've trademarked that phrase. It's like a wrestling thing that Uh, I that I do. I
1: think I've I think I've heard that somewhere before.
0: Well let me tell you something, brother. familiar. Let me tell you something, brother. You gotta t- say your prayers, and eat your vitamins, and drink your steroids. That's that's another one of my things. Do you like that one? Mm. Do you think Do you think I can market that I, on a shirt? I think that's a bit long for a t
1: shirt, and it also also sounds suspicious small print, baby. Small print. Bit. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, all right. Let's just move on. Maybe get, I need to trying. talk to like
0: a marketing consultant or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe give um, Benny the ref a list to to go through next episode. Alright, I think
0: Discord shed itself. So, from Doomslayer, it's goodbye. And from Justin, it's goodbye. Bye.